This episode is made possible by PwC. The future calls for digital transformation you can trust. That's why the new equation is business-led and cloud-forward, using secure technologies to drive tax-efficient solutions for today and tomorrow. It's how people and technology work together to transform transformation. See how the new equation is building trust and security with the latest tech at thenewequation.com. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. No problem. Warning. Warning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Welcome to the Crotch Out Radio Show where we kick the issues in the balls. We're on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the memes. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I takes no bullshit from nobody's actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different. Today, we are going to be talking with my good friend, Suntan, here. We're going to be talking about a grit prop. A grit prop. I don't know if I'm saying that word correctly, but <clears throat> basically. It's agri-prop. Agri-prop. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> basically, it is. Um, it, it means a Leninist or Marxist propaganda that is used. It, uh, yes. We're going to be talking about the Leninist takeover of America and uh, Suntan, how are you yes, doing? Sir. How are you doing there, Louis? Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, no, anytime, anytime. <laughs> Thank you. This um, this uh, past, uh, the New York Times recently posted an article mm-hmm. you know, about uh, George Soros. The George Soros Foundation pours $220 million into uh, to racial equality. To push for racial equality for $220 million, $220 million, 150 mil goes for the, quote, black-led racial justice group, hmm. and another 20 mil goes in for um, uh, criminal justice reform. Okay, now this, is a, now this is a white man capitalist pouring all this money into all of these groups. Well, I mean, <laughs> and these cor- group- correct me if I'm wrong, George Soros was was a Nazi sympathizer, like a self-admitted yes. Nazi sympathizer that actually exactly. helped. Like, he he's Jewish, and he actually yes, stole, um, he stole belongings to you uh, from other Jewish people for yes. the Third Reich. It, 
You, I mean, this man, this man is a traitor. He's like the worst type of traitor. I mean, one thousand percent. Like, how do you, how, like, how do you, like, do that? And like, people still think you, people think that you're a good person, and you admit, like, he, even he said in an interview that that was one of the best times of his life. You mean mm-hmm. to tell me your 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 brethren, your mm-hmm. your family? Are being put in ovens and being gassed or burnt or shot, raped and all that to death because simply because another group of people thinks that they're below them, and then you have the nerve, like if that doesn't if that does not deleg- uh, delegitimize um, all the all the um, movements that he's funded, I don't know what will. I mean, the level of cognitive dissonance is, is, is amazing to me, but I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, 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 that, no, it's, it's perfectly in line. And the thing is that his money it goes all into universities and all types of tax-exempt foundations, a lot of which he started himself, and basically the tax write-offs. While he has hundreds of thousands of stocks and bonds out there in Wall Street, it's 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 mud off the shoe. So what he does is just like Leon Trotsky back in the in World War One, where Leon Trotsky uh, left New York after a speech in Madison Square Garden talking about how he was going to overthrow uh, Russia and start a revolution. It turns out the money was linked to Rockefeller money and he was going to use that money and he did use that money when he seized this boat in Canada to go and start this revolution. So here you have George Soros basically doing the exact same thing. And why? Okay, naturally because he benefits off this. He's a Marxist benefactor. (laughs) Okay, you have mayors in Philly, New York City, California. They're banning all the other events, but they're allowing protesters to go uh, unharassed by the police. And they're trying to defund the police now. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, the neocons have been trying. Uh, when the Bushes, uh, when the Bush regime, the Cheney administration was in, in power, mm-hmm. they tried to federalize the police. Mm-hmm. Well, if you defund the police on a state level, it falls into the hands of the federal level, yes. and you would there, therefore have to militarize the police. This is something that's not understood. But you got these people mindlessly going around and 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 uh, all with their emotions and all this other stuff. <laughs> Uh, talking about, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter. As a matter of fact, uh, Brother Gabriel has um, a, a speech that was given uh, in Long Island recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, some girl, she was like, might have been 16, 17 years old. She's all for Black Lives Matter. She's all about these trans rights movements. And she goes, she makes a statement uh, to the effect that the black-on-black homicide rates don't matter because it's not racially motivated. Mm-hmm. And now uh, you look at the numbers today in Chicago, New York, you had one kid, <laughs> some one-year-old just got murdered in his stroller. Yeah. That should have been a national outcry yeah. right there and there. Okay, but you, you, that goes to show you how desensitized we've gotten well, where we have no it, compassion it, for kids. I mean, yeah, here's, sorry, here's another thing that further um, uh, approves the hypocrisy of, of like Black Lives Matter. Um, yep. Well, actually, not so much Black Lives Matter, but the media, because Black Lives Matter, they just I mean, the, the cover story is it's it's for it's for police brutality against specifically black people. OK, <laughs> but the media, the fact that as soon as um uh, 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 Vanessa Gullien, the uh, mm-hmm. the Mex the Mexican uh, U.S. Army uh, private that she, yeah. who was murdered. Mm-hmm. As soon as her murderer was found out that it was a black guy, I have not heard not one iota of of news mm-hmm. coverage of that ever again. There you have it. So it's, there you have it. So the media is lockstep with this with yeah. with uh, what you see happening here. And then you have the the politicians that are uh, banning all the other events, but allowing these protests to go on uh, un, unvetted, unharassed, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And you have this, and when what happens with these uh, demonstrations, these protests, they usually get violent. They're highly emotionalized. Okay, 
And uh, this goes back to the uh, what you mentioned before, known as agitprop, okay, which is short for agitation propaganda, mm-hmm. okay. And this was a Russian political strategy of the 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 lead up to the Soviet Union right. back in the 1700s, I mean 1700s, 1900s, where Leon Trotsky went into Russia with all of that money. Now he went in with Rockefeller money. Okay, and and that was the program he went to go fund. And in um, this was um, a philosophy um, elaborated on by this guy George Plekhanov and this guy Vladimir Lenin. Okay, Lenin 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 basically weaponized the Marxist philosophy, and then because he added the agitation propaganda program, Marxism became Leninism. In, in effect, okay. And if you look up the Encyclopedia Britannica's definition of this agitprop, it says, mm-hmm. "I quote: Agitation is thus the use of political slogans and half truths to exploit the grievance of the public and thereby to mold public opinion and mobilize public support." That's what you see them doing with respect to Black Lives Matter. That's what you see them doing in the universities promoting Marxism. That's what you see them doing out here. So all of these guys and kids out there with uh, with respect to Black Lives Matter, with all of their emotions, the celebrities, the comedians, the kids, they're, not, all, not they're all looped into this whole uh, emotional orgy. Yeah. Okay. And they think it's actually something organic. Now, they've been manipulated and played from the beginning by the media, the corporate mainstream media, by the universities through foundations like George Soros' Open Society Fund, and, of course, through the campaigns. It's now election time, and we see the the, the, uh, the DNC, uh, AOC, and all the others mobilizing these guys to cause and create chaos for the, pre- the current president in office. And that's what you see happening right now in the streets. It's agit propaganda agitation mm-hmm. propaganda i mean and that okay. can that yeah. i mean all this all this agitated propaganda can that mm-hmm. be can that be traced back to the the political violence that's going on today the, definitely definitely that's mm-hmm. exactly what's happening it's a bit a rehashed program mm-hmm. the, the 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 situation that happened with george floyd was a perfect catalyst for them to 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 do this if it wasn't that it would have been something else okay and this was just the perfect situation um that they then used to go ahead and hype up this 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 race war you could say mm-hmm. and because you know you approach a black lives matter person and you say okay what about the homicide rates what about the the fatherlessness homes what about the dropouts what about the gangs the blood the crips the viceroys what about gang violence robberies what about the prison population and uh, and so forth. None of that matters. Mm-hmm. It's all. It's all. It's only when one white cop, once in a blue, screws up and kills a black guy, mm-hmm. and that's the only time that, that that's the only thing that that matters. And so now you're going to see this in sports, your football. You're going to see this in um, in every way, shape, or form. The idea is to bombard you with this 24/7 up until November. In the hopes that Joe Biden, the, the the who's like has a big mental problem right now, apparently he's old. He's been in politics for over three decades, and the whole idea is to keep this this emotional tension up, so that when you go to the polls in November, you vote for Biden, because the idea is that he takes a knee for you, he represents you, the poor, and so forth, and that's the idea. Mm-hmm. And that's what's been happening here today. It's agitation propaganda 2020. We have Project Veritas when they first um, exposed uh, Scott Fovel of um, uh, and Aaron Black. I forgot what the what the name of the group was. The I forgot the name of the organization, but they exposed the group that was behind all the agitation that was taking place in Donald Trump. These are the guys that, if you remember that movie, um, do you remember this, uh, Louis? Oh, I'm sorry. You were cutting out. Uh, remember what? 
Disrupt J. Oh, Disrupt J20, yes. Yeah, okay, and that was a big thing. Well, it was organized by these characters, yeah. Aaron Black and all these. So it's agitation, propaganda, and the idea is that since they, they, they've they since the the communists and the uh, and the um, the international uh, oligarchs has flooded the universities, the idea is to maintain this program, stay the course up until November, and that's what you see happening over here. So a lot of people need to really do their homework. They really need to go into this uh, agitation propaganda and learn everything they can because it's 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 not as genuine as you may think. Okay, where you see babies get murdered on the streets and nobody says nothing. Yeah, it's like it's like complete Twilight Zone stuff. And and, okay. and this is the thing. This has been going on for years, especially in Chicago. I mean, it's almost commonplace to hear a child getting hit with a stray bullet. I mean, and that's yeah. that's what's going on. Um, a little background. A little background about the one year old that was shot. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, they they were homeless. They were in a homeless shelter, and they were just yeah. hanging out outside to enjoy the the Independence Day. You know, the the summer day. Watch yeah. watch some of the illegal fireworks going off. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus. And, and, so here you yeah. have that. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's like it, it's really disgusting how how it goes on. I mean, can you can like how can you take any of these seriously it, it, like and if you criticize it like hey you're being brainwashed you're a racist because yeah, okay, yeah. because it, it, it um i mean let me ask you this question now that i think yeah. about it when it yeah. comes to this uh this uh, you know agitation propaganda program yeah. the, mm-hmm. is there an element where they try to make the populace feel like victims so that way it does um uh, uh, motivate them to do stuff like riots and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. That's the idea. It's a it's a group identity approach. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is this is how Jimmy Hoffa was able to mobilize the unions. Okay, mm-hmm. you go out and you tell them that the system is out there oppressing you. The system is out there pushing you back. And indeed, you can look at you can look at certain incidences and pick that apart and say, you know, use that as an example. Uh, one of the, one of the examples people like to bring up is mm-hmm. this thing, black wall street, which was in uh, Greenwood, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. And it was a, uh, it was a, a community that was, you know, black businesses and they were making money. Yeah. Well, it, these were two black capitalists that started this whole deal. It was uh, this guy they called O.W. and a pastor, John Stewart. One was a follower of Booker T. Washington. The other one was a follower of uh, a, a staunch follower of W.E.B. Du Bois. Well, they built the, they grabbed land because there was a big lab, uh, land grab going on in Oklahoma, and they created a grocery store in front of a railroad yard. Mm. When Oklahoma struck oil, a lot of the blacks fleeing Mississippi and the South went up there, and they created black businesses that flourished with money and all of that. When the incident happened with with the white girl and the retaliation, you know, the white people that, uh, that died, when the riots started, the black people, they fled, but they never went back. So then you go back to the 1950s Chicago, because this happened in the 1920s. You go to 1950s Chicago, there was 731 black-owned businesses that was making money. Black-owned businesses. Okay, so the democratic policies drive out business, raise your taxes, and there's no jobs, barren land, mm-hmm. and you have all these crimes, okay, in these communities, which which they can easily fix and turn around. Yeah. Okay, if they were if they if they were serious about the issue, these these protests and demonstrations aren't going to bring anything fruitful. Um, uh, Republican Congressman uh, Senator Tim Scott, they had they had bills criminal uh, justice reform bills for 20 years. Okay. And they brought it up again and again, and they've never voted. The house of representatives never voted on it. So we see they, they don't really want change. This is a divisive thing. Every time come election time for them to use. Yeah. If it wasn't the election year, this wouldn't have been a situation, but the idea is to keep the fear and the emotions going 
any which way you can, and then they're going to use social media and their influences, the the the, the, uh, the celebrities, mm-hmm. to cause you to be in such a disarray and distraught. You know, they're confusing kids. They're telling them they're victims. They're, you know, all of this this nonsense, and they're scaring people. And that's what they did. Now it should be a crime, especially on the part of the media, because you you turn on CNN right now. And you could just see what they're doing. Complete twisting of narratives and facts and just looking into your face with a, with, with, with conviction. And just that they're, they're, they're selling you down the river. It should be a crime. It should be treasonous. But that, that they're protected under the First Amendment so they could do that. Yeah. So they're waging World War Three against the president. See, but now I say this is not about the president anymore. It's gone beyond that. It's about the country. If you can have these people uh, just create such a chaotic situation like that just to get this president out of office, imagine what they could do under any other given circumstances. So they're trying to destroy the United States. They They don't believe in liberty and justice for all. They want to promote this racial racism to kind of, you know, to uh, uh, twist, twist the scale, so to say. So that's the program. That's the goal. That's the aim. It's agitation propaganda through and through, funded by guys like George Soros, CPUSA.org, AOC, DNC, the Democracy Alliance, the Clinton Foundation, and I think I left out a few other. Oh, Sumner Redstone. Of the national amusements, these are they, these are them. Those are the people that's funding this. Why they're funding it? Because if and when the United States become subverted ideologically first, um, they come in and they get concession. They get to put the United States on the stock market and make money off them at will. Mm. So that's the idea. That's the goal. That's the purpose. And a lot of people need to wake up and really challenge what they see and hear going on because you ain't going to get anything objective from uh, the mainstream media. You ain't going to get anything objective from your celebrities, okay? They are working you, and thank God for programs like yours that are able to challenge these matters and and really fly against the face of it all because you and very few others are really standing in the face of BS, and especially in, in, in the heart of of, 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 of New York, the financial capital of the world, where you know everybody's perception of America comes from New York City, and you mm-hmm. can just see it with every corner you turn. It's just my, I mean, mindlessness. You can't challenge these people. They they start to yell at you. Some of them start to salivate, you know, spit at you, and do all these savage, crazy stuff. It's like unbelievable. They want communism, but they don't know why. They want Marxism. They can't. They cannot. Um, they can't. They can't state their position in a in a firm, concise manner. So, okay. So, quick question. Um, yeah. So, you say that these people are trying to um, take down America, subvert America, so that way they could trade it on the open on the in the stock market. So, yeah. does that? So, by turning America into a Marxist socialist country, yeah. how does that make? Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Doing that that much easier, and if so, how? By central administration, you understand when you when you federalize, when you destroy state and local infrastructure, New York State, for example, is in high debt in excess of a hundred billion dollars mm-hmm. because of lost revenue. Now, when they collapse, 
and you you take and then you have to sort of nationalize the state or sort of take it over on a federal level mm-hmm. what that does now is now it basically when you centralize something you basically put it on you know you know you basically put it up for trade it's right. yours now so mm-hmm. now when you do this is what they did with the banks it's the same concept when they when they merged all these banks that you know Citibank Chase Bank they all fall under the umbrella of the World Bank Okay, and they just play around with it through the Federal Reserve. And now you have the IRS that basically, uh, the internal revenue basically takes in all that money for the banks to actually kind of balance and pay off the debt, which will never happen. Mm -hmm. So you destroy the United States, you destroy it ideologically, right? You you give it off to the hand of the workers. And then what what these workers, it didn't happen in Nazi Germany, what I'm talking about. IBM... GM, General Motors, they, they were given concession to create all of the trains, the cars, the weapons, the stoves. They were given exclu- IBM, General Motors, IG Farben, funded Hitler's revolution, and they were given exclusive concession over German activity. Well, this is the same situation. <clears throat> Soros has like hundreds of thousands of stocks. He puts money into this. If the United States becomes Marxist, okay, he gets first dibs on what goes where. So this is like the same situation in China, okay, where even China is pure communist. You have over 300 billionaires in China, in communist China, 300 of them, even under their socialist program. So that's what happens. You put put it under the the stock market, and it's the London Stock Exchange, the Wall Street, and uh, Washington D.C. That's your new world order, so to say. Mm-hmm. And if you if you destroy if you destroy uh, liberty and justice for all conceptually, you that's what you that's what you'll have. And 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 Karl Marx and and these Marxists, they've been. This is not nothing new. Uh, anybody that wants to figure this out, you 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 search up the word the League of the Just. The League of the Just was a German group that came out to New York during Reconstruction. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've been dealing with this for a long, long time. Communism has been trying to overtake the United States conceptually and then ultimately uh, physically through policies and so on. And they've been trying for it for a long, long time. And it looks like they're gaining a foothold because they're simply using the plight of the poor and the and and black people. And that's and that's what they're using. I'm, did I did I did I answer the sort of answer the question, or maybe? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you went a little further than I asked. Sorry but about yeah, that. No, no, that's fine. That. No, that's if fine. If you can ask it to me again, I'll I'll answer it directly. Yeah, uh, actually, we got some people in the chat room. What's up, Louis? What is the topic? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's right. We got people in the chat. Uh, they're asking what's the topic. Uh, we're gonna we're talking about how. Um, well, you 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 can answer this. The topic is um, uh, Leninism, Marxist-Leninism 2020. The, the, um, the use of agitation propaganda in uh, the 21st century America to subvert the United States completely. Yep, there you go. Uh, Raymond, Ramon de Rivera. Uh, we got... Let me say hi to some people. We got uh, Eric. He just joined us. We got Ginger, Ginger Jordy. Uh, yes, I love me redheads. Um, Andrea Daniels. Uh, we got uh, FNP Casey Urgent Care. Okay. We got Cabane. Uh, What's up? We got Tony. We got Simon Guy. We got Sophia. Uh, we got Lauren Elizabeth. We got All Lives Matter. Trump 2020. Uh, <laughs> or Tony Tony Fubar. Uh, we got Chris Ennis. We got Marissa Jensen. What's up, Marissa? Uh, Caitlin Smith. I used to I used to date a girl named Caitlin Smith. <laughs> Not good. That's very that's very good. That that's very good because you 
you you uh, you and your program you guys you you are genuinely challenging the narrative out there you got to understand something uh, uh explain this to your audience because Don Lemon just for an example okay gets $200 an hour doing what he does okay $200 an hour lying to you putting up this act mm-hmm. okay selling you up a river okay complete scripted bs okay and yet people hold that as truth yeah. okay under that, normal circumstances that, he would yeah. be laughed at and considered a, a whack job but yet because he's got the suit the camera room and the staff and it's $200 an hour he gets to sit there and bs you from the pulpit okay uh you and the you are the new you are the new uh media i would say you um you know you genuinely challenge the narrative and people genuinely have a voice yeah. with your program so i in that respect i want to say thank you so very very much for giving me and so many others an opportunity to do you know to be organic Oh okay we got some, thank I mean thank you and and you're welcome. Uh another someone uh says how we have country to sa- we have a country to save. Uh he goes he or she goes how's Gabe Brown doing? I know he was uh banned uh banned from Facebook. Yes, yes, he's doing he's doing okay. He's on parlor now. Um, he's actually trying to get his finances back. Well, I don't, you know, finances up, so that way he could start posting more videos. He was uh, mm-hmm. actually recently at the Black Lives Matter event in uh, that was going on in Long Island, and yes. uh, he filmed some interesting, interesting shenanigans going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean the thing, the thing, the thing I, the one of the things I I can't stand about these movements, about these social justice movements. And honestly, it is, uh, you know, what people hate about me, what the left really hates about me, I don't consider myself a victim. I don't subscribe to the victimhood mentality. Even though I have been called a spick, I've been called the N-word, I've been called, uh, I've been told to go back to Mexico, even though I'm Puerto Rican, by people from the left. In fact, if uh, if some of my if some of my viewers here on TikTok, because I'm streaming on TikTok as well, how you guys doing? Thank nice. you for joining. I mean, you could go through all the comments in some of my videos, and it's like go go. Oh, you don't like Black Lives Matter? You're a racist. Go back to Mexico. Oh, Trump's wow. gonna build that wall. Trump is gonna deport you. Deport me where? To Brooklyn? I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, well, that goes to show you what's happening. Uh, it's pure. It's pure. It's pure subjectivism, not objectivism. So we've taken rationale and thrown it to the wind. Now keep in mind, these are the people coming out of the universities, the high schools. These are the ones pushing and promoting this without thinking twice about it. Oh yeah. So I, that shows you how scary this is. Yeah, to say I mean, the least. I had this. I had this young fifteen-year-old little schmuck comment on my uh, comment on a video where I'm making a joke on why there's no Latino Lives Matter. And he's like, and he's like, oh, because black people are killed more. I'm like, it's a, first of all, it's a joke uh, on my culture. Oh, black people are getting killed more. Uh, Okay. Okay. But it's a joke on, it's a joke on my parents holding me responsible that if I was killed, uh, shot by a cop, they would believe the police officer, tell the police officer to shoot me again, so that way I would learn my lesson and beat me with a fucking chancleta while I bleed out. That's that's crazy. It's crazy, it, you know. And you can't you can't blame the white man for the murder rates, the homicide rates. You can't blame the white man for the fatherless home. You can't blame no. the white man for the joblessness, the dropout rates, the abortion rates. Look, I did a I did a, a, a bounty hunting job with my mm. uncle back in 2007. I oh. did two, I went on two bounty hunting uh, uh, jobs with him. The second one really scared the hell, hell out of me. I was in Ralph Avenue and Eastern Parkway mm-hmm. in one of the buildings there, okay? And my uncle prepped me, mm-hmm. okay, for about an hour and said, listen, look, you go, we go up there, you have to watch my six and you have to be serious. And he prepped me. 
And we went up there, and he had a warrant. This guy, this this guy made bail money. He skipped this court date, so we had a warrant. So I knocked on the door. I did the good cop thing. Said, "Listen, we have to search, search the, the the premises." And once she, once he started, the the guy that we were going for just started to get real animated in the background. And my uncle pushes the lady aside through the door. We walk in, and I'm going to tell you something. I nearly, I nearly shit myself. Because it was like it turned from zero to chaos in seconds. Do you imagine these police officers on almost every case where you see a lot of these uh, murders happening, or these 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 uh, incidents happening where, where cops kill a black man or something? Almost every case, the situation escalates. They're called onto the scene, and somehow the situation escalates. Yeah. With respect to George Floyd, and I'm not justifying what happened to him the cops were called onto the scene the arresting officer wasn't the same officer that killed him he was called onto the scene and there were two other black people in that car with him they were ordered to get out and stand up against the wall this guy george floyd they had to pull out put him in handcuffs immediately because he was high okay and you watch the cctv he might have had a, a cocaine bag on him Okay, it was the arriving officer, Derek Chauvin, who decided to put his knee on his neck because he was giving him trouble. He was, George Floyd was giving him a hard time claiming that he was claustrophobic, which the cops at the time thought was a, was a work because he had just been pulled out of a Jeep. He was the driver. So, but that, again, this does not justify what happened. Derek Chauvin um, should be given the chair, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he's a corrupt cop. A uh, man got killed by a corrupt cop. That's the way I see it. Okay, but this is one of many incidences where where black people will die at the hands of a cop. The cops call, arrives on the scene, goes to make an arrest, and the situation escalates. And when that situation escalates, you I can tell you from experience, mm-hmm. your primal instincts kick in. Okay, and again, that's not to say that all there there are there are corrupt cops. You're gonna have that. I don't care how many laws you put in place. There are pigs. There are disgusting individuals. Yeah. Unfortunately, the only way you're going to find them is when they screw up. Unfortunately, and hopefully, it's not too late when they abuse their authority, because you have a lot of them out there. You you really do. But not all cops are like that. But this is the narrative that they're painting. When we were when when Occupy Wall Street came out against the police state initially, okay, under the neocons, there was a legitimate push for, for some, you could say, a fascist takeover because they were trying to federalize the police. That's how they gave us Homeland Security, the TSA. That's how they were tapping into our phones with uh, AT&T and so on. When they were doing that, there was a legitimate gripe and grievance because this, the police state was trying to be ushered in at rapid now we have a justification for it because now it's like this Marxist takeover. Mm-hmm. And these you had these Black Lives Matter people that come out. The the three girls that started, uh one of them, well two of them came out instead. We're trained Marxists. So that's what we see happening. In yeah. the from the universities to the streets. And if you go into the Black Lives Matter website and you do some research into the funding and where it goes, mm-hmm. it goes right back into the Democratic uh, campaign. Yeah. Okay. So what are we? So we're being played, and they're and it, we're being played by this victimhood uh, um, ideology, and it's an old tactic known as agitprop. That's the bottom line. Right. In fact, um, it's kind of uh, funny that you mentioned the whole Marxist Black Lives Matter um, the, the connection. <clears throat> angle because i recently posted this because uh someone i i someone else um posted this and i decided to share it on my page uh care uh they had a pic they posted a picture of uh carrick escorting susan rosenberg after her 1985 conviction for possession of 640 pounds of explosives the convicted Mm -hmm. terrorist today is a fundraiser for you guessed it black lives matter the racist Marxist organization organized by Nazi collaborator George Soros or George so there you go. Uh, George Scrotum faced Soros. Bill Clinton pardoned <laughs> Bill Clinton pardoned her his last day in office. So there you go. 
So there you go. So they, that, that's like the weather underground type people. So there you have it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's clear cut and dry, dry right there, folks. There's oh, there's been this mm-hmm. there's been this decades long push to overthrow the United States. You know, when they talk about the plight of the black people, there's this there's mm-hmm. this 400 years of slavery uh, uh, narrative. Now, they're they're obviously pointing to the the uh, transatlantic slave trade, but you Google search the trans-Saharan slave trade, a.k.a. Arab slave trade, you're going to find that they've been doing it since the 8th century, from the 8th century all the way up to the 17th century. And still today, in certain parts of Africa, slavery is still being done. People are being bought, traded, and trafficked today routinely. So you start back in the 8th century, you come up to now, my calculations were looking at 1,300 years, okay, from the 8th century to the 18th century when slavery was abolished by the West in the United States, but yet today they only focus on this 1619 thing. And then you ask yourself, how did the white people go and get these uh, these, uh, slaves? They bought them. They bought them at the coast of Africa. Mm. People need to really do their homework Okay, the reason why they're focused on this 400 years and they negate the Arab slave trade, uh, slave trade is because the target is the United States ideologically. Mm. Okay, we're operating against the system. Okay, and this is a very insidious thing that's happening. These Sean Kings, these Tim Wises, these characters, uh, Hank Newsom's whack job, these are people that know what they're doing. They know how to sell you on this idea, and you better... Do your homework. Learn to separate facts from claims. Learn to separate your opinions from uh, substantial evidence because these people are not going to stop. This is how they're making their money. And you people better wake up because it's only going to get more aggressive. Mm. All right, Uh, brother, um, I do have uh, some other business to attend to with with my uh, nieces and nephews. I see. Um, I, I really thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. Uh, uh, brothers and sisters out there listening to the show, please share this. Please let spread, get the word out, okay? You're being had. The mainstream media has you, okay? And they're going to screw you, okay? They're, you got these anchors getting paid millions of dollars a year to look into that camera and to work you. You better shake the cobwebs. You better listen to programs like these, and you better challenge yourself on the grand narratives that are out there today. Uh, thank you very much, Louis. Thank you, Suntan. That was uh, right. sun, that was Suntan. And, uh, with, with, God with that bless you, man. Thank you very much. Take care. So, yeah, man. Uh, that was some that was some fantastic information. The show will continue. I am gonna take a quick break. Uh, I'm gonna actually play this song from an unsigned artist, one of my favorite unsigned artists, and then I'll be back. I just gotta go go for a PP break. You're gonna see me walk to the bathroom. <laughs> but uh, in fact, if you guys have an unsigned rock band, I am trying to get Patriots, Patriots only, uh, to send me their music so that way I could play it on the show. And uh, but this is one of my favorite bands who are, for some reason, they're just not signed. And and it really, it bugs me. It just bugs me. And wait, where is it? Here it is. This is one of my favorite bands. The band's called Section 8 Cartel. They're from Queens, New York. And this song is called... Uh, what should we go? Schizoid.
That was Section 8 Cartel with their song Schizoid on the Crotch Shot Radio Show. They are fantastic live. I've caught them at least three times at bar shows. I mean, they they sound fantastic live. Um, yeah, Section 8 Cartel. Uh, definitely give them a look. So if you guys want to be featured on the show, if you have a rock band... Uh, I don't, I don't do really do rap because for some reason rappers like to take other people's fucking beats and use that shit. And that annoys me. I like originality. Um, but I'm continuing the show. We're back. Uh, you know, if anybody, if, if I guess people that are here, they follow me. I posted a video like I'm, I'm really getting pissed off with all these social justice warriors. I am, I am. And, and I'm, I'm actually at the point where. You know what? I am. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna risk, <laughs> risk losing losing my my TikTok account. By the way, I'm gonna start freaking talking. Uh, if so, please follow me on the Instagram at Louis B One, uh, and I'll be posting there as well because I just basically mirror all my TikTok videos onto Instagram and whatnot. Um, but it's um. You're doing some podcast, my, my friend. Yes, I'm doing a podcast right now. This is uh, I am I I simulcast this podcast live. I I do it off of Spreaker dot com, and I try to simulcast it off a of tick to TikTok, so that way you know get more people to listen in and and aware. This, this show is called the Crotch Shot Radio Show. It's on every podcast platform you can think of. It took I've been doing this show for over 14 years. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's been it's been a blast doing this show. I've uh, sometimes I like to listen to my old my old stuff and see how how much I've uh, improved. But um, we got Karen. Karen's back. We got yep. Yeah. Oh damn, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Been doing it longer than Joe Rogan, but um, you know, so you know, it's 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 funny how this whole being a social justice warrior it go and this goes along with the previous topic that I've that I was talking to Suntan about. It's it's almost like this thing has become such a fucking fad. Really, it's um, Black Lives Matter. It has nothing to do with any type of social justice. It, it's a it's a it's an in style fad thing. It's it's a way to rebel, but they don't they're not rebelling against anything really because it's all controlled. It's all controlled. It's all made up by the the elite, like George Soros, like like all the people that Suntan was talking about. It's it's all artificial. It's artificial. It's an artificial rebellion. I mean, I'm a real rebel. Me being me being a brown, right leaning libertarian. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm supposed to be a Democrat. I'm supposed to be a libtard. I'm not. I'm able to see. I'm able to articulate my own arguments. And you know, it, it may it's almost like it's it, it's really unfair of me to uh, do these clapbacks on TikTok. Where I'm basically just shouting down these retards that comment on my videos, and it's like, what are you, what are you doing with your life? Like, you know, and, and it's like, what annoys me the most is these little kids that don't know nothing about anything, that haven't lived their life, especially, you know, you know, the kid, the kids. If you're too so young that you don't remember, or you you've never seen the Twin Towers. I don't fucking respect you. I don't know. Because you don't know how America was before 9-11. America before 9-11 was the freest ever. And possibly people before me could say before December 8th, 1945, America was freer, freest before then. And so on and so forth. But to me, I miss the freedom from the 90s. I miss that freedom. 
I, I, you know, because then you had the Patriot Act, and there's like every like, and and I'm for, and unfortunately, it was like the Republicans trying to censor things, like oh, you know, you're talking like this, you're talking like that, and now it's the Democrats doing it. Yeah, I was 17 on on 9-11-2001. I remember waking up, having to get ready for college. Um, And then I turn on the radio. A plane has hit the World Trade Center. And I, I immediately knew. I immediately knew we were under attack. Because... Uh, I remember the first uh, uh, Twin Towers attack back in 93, February of 1993, uh, where they they tried to set off a bomb. Well, they set off a bomb in the basement of the Twin Towers. Um, Like, fortunately, at that time, it didn't knock down the buildings, obviously. But yeah, so and, and I went to high school like a block away from the Twin Towers, and I always had this dark thought. This it was almost like a joke. I didn't really think it would happen again, but I kept saying, if we had another terrorist attack, we would be screwed. Looking at those buildings, I'm like, yo, if we had another terrorist attack, we as a country would be screwed. And I was right. And I'm so like, I don't know. How right I, I didn't know at that time how right I was. I was in I was in twelfth grade, you know, in high school, you know, nineteen ninety nine to two thousand one, June two thousand one. I didn't know how right I was. So every 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 nine eleven, I'll do a commemorative nine eleven show. Like how many years later, what have we learned? Um. I mean, hence why I wear this shirt. 9-11 Truth Matters. It, it's how I got into politics, really. It when, when Once you started looking into 9-11 and then you start forming your own political ideals, I, I mean, it's, it's not something I just came to lightly. It is something that I've, I've tested myself, I've studied, I figured, okay, what philosophy do I, do, do I agree with? And then I started, and then once I got an idea from there, I started digging deeper, digging deeper, digging deeper. And then, and then I've heard, I listened to Ron Paul when he was running for president, when he was a congressman. And I'm like, this makes sense. This makes sense. Yeah, I'm going to have to work a little bit harder, but this makes sense. This is what's right. This is what's right. This is what's fair. Work, 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 and then you get what you work for. Yes. You know, I you shouldn't have your hands in other people's pockets. You shouldn't be forcing other people to pay for your lifestyle. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want as long as you're not stealing, not hurting anybody, whatever. And, you know, you start, you, you know, but you have these young kids. You have these people in BLM. You have these people in Antifa. You have these people in Black Block. Uh, you know, you have these, like, little... Um, Trust fund, trust fund, like little uh, commie revolutionaries with rich ass parents. Um, and and it's like you don't know shit. You're just being, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Trump is back, <laughs> like fucking parrots. Ah, uh, probably like probably want reparations. <laughs> like what the fuck. It's always been it's it's like it seems fucking hypocritical to me. And then you see this shit it's like you're not dude, this is just a party for you. This is just a fad. Um and now, you know, and now I'm going to start go doing dark humor. I'm going to start making jokes about socialism, about socialists. I'm going to start making more jokes about BLM if like if if you guys haven't voted, how many? What's the vote count right now? Because I I there, I posted a video on whether I should make a joke about LGBTQ or um 
or uh, 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 Black Lives Matter? Who, who's winning? What's winning? Oh, this motherfucker. What about uh, Brianna? What about Brianna Taylor? What about you know what? Honestly, what about fucking God? I can't stand this motherfucking little shit. I can't stand this mother. What about this? What about black people? What about first of all? I'm a fucking bl- a brown person. What about me? And this is why this is why my profile picture is no lives matter. Because no lives are, are you know you know no lives matter above mine. I mean I love you all, <laughs> I love you all. Thanks for listening. But if you're gonna have like if you're gonna be in a group where it, it's like ethnic centric or or race centric, no, y- your life doesn't matter to me. I don't need to listen to your shit. Yes, I know I'm American first. Angry, angry dad. I mean, it's, uh, let me see. Like, okay, let me, let me go back to where I was like fucking. Yeah, what, what what's the count? What's the count? Okay. So far, 78% of the people want me to, uh, who voted want me to do a Black Lives Matter joke, which I'm currently writing, and 22% want an LGBTQ joke. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna post that. I'm just gonna put this out there. 7 p.m. tomorrow. The winning, the winning joke would go on at 7 p.m. tomorrow. So, you know, and let's really talk about cancel culture. Oh, man, I can't freaking, hold on, I got the fucking hiccups. Hold on, hold on, sorry. Ah, yes. Sabroso. So, If it's on TikTok, no one will see the joke. Well, my followers will. I mean, make sure you get notifications off of my stuff. Spread the word. And if you like it, spread it. Spread it. Share it with every share it with everyone. I still got the fucking hiccups. So But yeah, this cancel culture. You like honestly, we're at a war now. We're at the war now. I mean, the fact that they are able to uh, take away weapons from from that white that white couple that tried to defend their, their defend their property from Black Lives Matter uh, protest rioters. Oh crap! I got this. I got those really bad hiccups. You know, and they're discussing freaking charging them. First of all, they didn't shoot anybody. They were warning them, hey, you come freaking break our shit, uh, attack our shit. Now, it just sounds ridiculous now. We will defend ourselves. And that's the, and, and, and you know what? That's a dangerous precedent, precedent that we can't, we can't defend ourselves against fucking communist attack. Like, what the fuck is that about? Veronica, how you doing? Welcome. Joshua, what's up? Thank you. Side side dog, thank you for coming. That is dangerous. Like I have two of my proud boy brothers in jail for defending themselves against Antifa. And to and to really show how ridiculous to there was no victims. The pe- the people that they supposedly beat up a gang in a gang violence they refused to talk to the cops. They said we don't talk to pigs, and they walked away. They weren't hurt enough to need medical assistance. They walked away. In fact, during the case, they referred. They didn't even refer to them by name because they didn't have have their names. They're like, oh, they, this is uh, uh, John or Max. Beat up long hair. Beat up. Um, 
ponytail, you know, that's all they had. It, sh- it shouldn't have gone to trial at all. There was no crime. No one was hurt that bad. Yeah, no, you're right. No charges. Yet the fucking, when I was there during sentencing and the judge was bringing up shit that happened back in 1945 and to make an example out of the guys. No, how's about you make an example and do something about Antifa that actually attacked, which forced these guys to have to, have to fight? Like, why is it okay for uh, Black Lives Matter to to smash shit, smash shit up? Why is it okay for Antifa to tear down statues, including abolitionists, statues of abolitionists? They're taking down, like the re- the retardation, the retardation. That shit. That that like honestly. The crap, the it's just the other the other stupidity. Oh man, I got the fucking bad hiccups. So anyways, um I think I'm gonna end it now. Uh yeah, been going for an hour. Yeah, like to thank everyone that has that was listening today. Please like, comment, subscribe. However, you're listening to the show, Free, please follow me on Spreaker.com. Um, just search for the Cried Shot Radio Show or Louis B. Uh, I'm on iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, um, Google Play Podcast. Um, Podcast.com Like everywhere that has podcast I'm there just search for the crotch The crotch shot radio show and you'll find it Please like comment subscribe I'm also on uh, on YouTube Just search for the crotch shot radio show On YouTube you'll find it Um Or Louis B Or Louis B Um And also please very important Follow me on Instagram in case They shut me down on on TikTok, so that way you could continue to f- continue to follow me. So on Instagram, my my name is at Louis B One. So, anyways, again, let's thank everyone for listening to the show. And as always, from my house to your house, mahalo, mahalo. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. You might let me become a man for sure And if I might express one concern Seems an issue again every time What's the next step? The latest hole in my life What's next for me to learn? No Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.